2: Do you enjoy high quality audio and video entertainment like this show, The Instance? Well then head on over to patreon.com/frogpants and show your support today. <laughs> the World of Warcraft Podcast so you don't have to. This is The Instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the instance. Episode five hundred and forty-four of the instance. It is Friday, January fourth, twenty nineteen. Welcome to the first episode of the new year. I'm Scott Johnson, joined by and with and for and around Garrett Weinzerpel. Hello, Garrett. Hey, Scott. I uh,
1: don't uh, J- uh, Jansen. I don't know how to make fun of your last name.
2: No, time. it's hard, right? It's a. Uh, some people, Johnson is exchangeable for the, for, for penis. I don't know if you're aware of that.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's like, what do I do? Say, well, hello, Scott, penis. <laughs> I'm like, this that doesn't work.
2: <laughs> no, it doesn't.
1: That's not on the, it's not, because you, you say wine is like playful kid friendly. Yeah, and friend- now we said penis yeah, now a- three times at the it's beginning of the show. Exactly. So the yes, so exactly. Out
2: there. I say wine in a, in the most loving possible expression of, of, uh, of friendship. My,
1: uh, high school art teacher used to call me wine glass oh was he it was never during roll call he could never pronounce my name so he would just be like
2: wine uh wine it's not because wine were, glass you weren't drinking in class or something like that
1: no no i was a boring high school <laughs> scott, I didn't. scott i didn't drink until i was in college
2: <laughs> well you know what's funny is i didn't drink in high school either and then not college and now <laughs> i've gone so long without it that i don't care to try it because i have this record going it's like my haircuts i've never paid for a haircut so why start now Now. you have never paid for a haircut not a single haircut in my life every haircut i ever got to you mm
1: -hmm. i've been listening to you almost longer than half my life and (laughs) i've never heard this it
2: comes up once in a while but very rarely but I, i so for the for the instance audience who may have never heard this before here's how it works growing up mom always cut it Just the way it was. My mom cut it. She was a good haircutter. She cut hair. That's what she did. So when I wanted a mullet in the late 80s, I got one. You know, I had what I wanted. Uh, (laughs) Enter into the 90s. I had girlfriends would then take over the job or roommates. Or uh, when I started dating Kim, turns out she is a a big time hair cutter. She used to cut her brother's hair all the time where she grew up in Mississippi. And so she started cutting my hair. Then we got married. She continued to cut my hair. And even in the couple of times she didn't, uh, my mom would do it again. And then all these years later that we've been married, uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter can do it. So once in a while, she'll do it. It's just never happened once where I had to get a haircut and had to go have it done and have to pay for it. Not once. So I love the idea of little Scott going up to mom being like,
0: mom, can I have a mullet?
1: (laughs) And I love the idea of your mom being like, yes, son. You may, right? Yeah, and just just, just giving you that mullet, you know, I uh, I wanted a mohawk so bad. Get one now. Uh, you got to look at what
2: you got. You can totally do it. I've, now. I've
1: had I've had one multiple times at this point. Oh, okay, um, but it's all right. in, in uh, my younger years, I was not allowed to have one. Oh, mom. So the idea of your mom just being like, "Yep, gonna give you a mullet, son." Yeah, it's
2: so endearing to me. She was pretty cool with it. I mean, we the it's like Nick now. I mean, he's eighteen now, so he can do whatever he wants. I guess he's an adult, but. Uh, in high school, he he can get these lovely full lock kind of business going on with his hair. And he should enjoy it while he's got it because I had that hair, too, when I was his age. And it doesn't last in terms of it's, uh, you know, you can't get that long, that curly and that cool. It starts to get scraggly and kind of homeless looking. So <laughs> so you need, to, you need to enjoy it while you can. So right now, he's just throwing out and having the time of his life. And I said, you know what? Do what you want. It's your hair, man. I can't control it. I'm not going to tell you what to do. So does
1: it get scraggly and homeless looking or is that just what happens with free haircuts? That's that is the, <laughs> the hard questions being answered on the instance. There.
2: I hadn't considered it from that angle. Thanks. I hadn't thought about it. But yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe the reason my hair kind of sucks now is because I can't freaking it's been ruined for you from years of free haircuts from people who don't know what they're doing. Maybe that's it.
1: If you if you you should do start doing like lifestyle uh, YouTube videos and for one of them I will come out we'll take you to a salon and then uh, I'll spend some time with you on hair products.
2: Okay, let's do it. I need yeah, some. Yeah. I need something I'll else. We'll do a Scott makeover show. It'll be fun. I like uh, gorilla gorilla snot. Are you familiar with gorilla snot hair? <laughs> I'm not familiar with gorilla snot. No. So I think it may be an East Coast or sorry West Coast thing. I'm not 100 percent sure on this, but it's this this banana looking big yellow bottle and a big fat gorilla on the front of it. And then the stuff inside comes out like this viscous, very thick, uh, gr- green-yellow booger-looking thing. And uh, are you sure you're not just putting gorilla glue in your hair? <laughs> I promise I'm not. <laughs> and you take that stuff and you and you, uh, you. I have to put a little water in it because it's way too too hardcore. And then you just you know do whatever you want with your hair. Gorilla Snot's the bomb, man. I love that stuff. Should get some. Hey, East Coast. Oh, you know what? It's on Amazon. You can get a bottle for 5 dollars 28 There you go. That's it. I knew there was a way. We
1: were going to get there one way or the other. All uh, right. Yeah. Well, there there is your uh there, there is <laughs> there's your nerd eye for the uh, hair challenged guy uh, segment at the yep.
2: beginning. We're going to do this every week, so.
1: Every, every week we're going to give style tips. We got these. using
2: Gorilla Knot as we, a we, a knot not sponsor. We have 2019 goals. That's number 1. Getting it out of the way early. Uh, Welcome, everybody, to the show. It's nice to be here. If you're asking yourselves, hey, where are those Europeans we haven't seen forever? Look, the holidays jacked those guys up. Plus, Terpster's climbing some mountain right now. Uh, And I don't know, for something he's doing for the August And then you got uh, Patrick still jammed in a tiny apartment in Paris and uh, couldn't do the show yet. In fact, he can't even do his shows for another few days or something. So uh, it's just Garrett and I holding down the fart. And uh, we're happy to do it. We're glad to be here. Uh, in this new year, and not exactly happy to bring you this news, Blizzard lost its second executive in a week. I should say, active yeah, Blizzard. It's so not since we same. last
1: met. They have they've lost two. I mean, even if we didn't skip an episode last week for the holidays, it's it still would have been uh, two
2: executives down within yep. within a seven day period, which is a, a fast turnaround on losing two major executives. So it's a lot of. Chief financial officer business happening here, but this also prompted, uh, at least in part prompted, a 44% drop in stock price. If you are a stock market surfer and you are looking for probably a good time to scoop up Activision Blizzard stock at a point where it is cheap and will likely go up again, this might be now. I'm seeing this on a lot of sites like Forbes and other business sites where they're like, "Yeah, right now is the time." Yeah, I, stock. I
1: am, I am too. Um, we are, we are not analysts and cannot give hard advice on what you should buy and or sell. Right. Um, but I will say, Scott, that my concern comes from this thought. I had this thought after BlizzCon when yeah. it took its first dive. Yeah. And had I bought a bunch of Blizzard stock. I would have lost an ass ton of money this yeah, week.
2: Yeah, would have been a very bad week for you. So, so that's where I always suck at this stuff. Like whenever something gets to a new low, and people say, "Ooh, maybe time to buy," I don't have enough information because uh, what usually sometimes will happen, or at least in my head, what I think is going to happen is, no, there's another low. So there was, you know, the the Diablo Forever or whatever the hell, what's it, Immortal announcement? <laughs> Diablo Forever. That'd be cool. Make that game, um, and then and stock dropped. And everybody went, ooh, good time to buy stock. And I thought, nah, I don't know, man. I don't know if all the shoes have dropped yet. And here's a big old ass boot, not even a shoe. Big old boot dropped. Now, uh, to, for some clarification, it's two separate C- CFOs, one at Activision, one at Blizzard. I, I realize this isn't two people departing Blizzard exactly, but uh, it's still a kind of a big deal for a a, uh, a company that essentially is married at the hip to lose their two CFOs within seven days of each other. Now, one of them Activision's or rather blizzards CFO was already on a paid leave. And the expectation was a firing was coming. Um, Yes. Yeah. And, and immediately, uh, at least I saw on the heroes of the storm
1: subreddit folks were like, we did it. We got them fired. And then news came out that no, they had been poached by another company. (laughs) And it sounds like Blizzard found out and uh, they're just going to,
2: rip that band-aid off sure now, s- now some may say well these are cfos who cares what does this have to do with my game that i like that blizzard makes whichever game it is or whatever games they are and i would say it doesn't necessarily but it does speak to the health of the company the relationship between activision and blizzard and when you shed people at the executive level or otherwise. Uh, for whatever reasons, if the Blizzard one was to sit, was to cut costs, and the and the Activision one was that guy got an awesome deal over at Netflix, which is where he moved. Or do, I, do I have that straight? Yeah, he went to Netflix, and Blizzard's CFO went to Twitter's um, Square company, the the payment company. The yeah, J- Jack Square. Dorsey's thing. Um, yeah, yeah. The,
1: the the reason I think we're all paying attention to this right now is is because of those those Kotaku articles by Jason Trier. Yeah, uh, because uh, Am- Amrita. Was mentioned, I believe, in both of uh, uh, Shrier's recent articles. Um, that's talking about the the shift uh, of 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 well, basically this now a money saving culture uh, coming down almost as an edict in the way that Schreier paints it uh, within Blizzard and and uh, that meeting that we talked about the last episode we were on. We talked about that meeting that happened where CFO comes in and says, "All right." We got to save money. And the yep. meetings kept happening. Yep. saying we need to save money. Uh, according to Schreier and Rita was the CFO that was delivering
2: this message. Oh, interesting. Well, that's a twist I hadn't heard yet. Okay. So, I mean, for all that it's worth and, and for whatever all these things mean, I also care about what it means to, uh, to the to bottom line of things. And because we're coming off kind of a string of weird Blizzard things since BlizzCon and maybe before that even... Um, it, it does. I, I I continue to have these concerns. Companies go through this stuff. Um, if somebody would have said, hey, you should buy Apple stock in 97, I would have laughed in their face because I would have said, well, so what if Steve Jobs is coming back? That's not going to fix anything like they're already so jacked up. They're almost bankrupt. This is stupid. Like, look how bad Apple is right now. I would have I'd be a millionaire probably now if I'd have thrown a couple of grand at it. So I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm terrible at predicting these things. And so it's entirely possible that we're just in this little dip and people get out of dips all the time and Blizzard will be none the worse for wear and they'll just pull out on the other side and everything will be cool and none of our fears will come to, to realization. But why I think this is important to talk about and why it sort of keeps coming up and in this new context I think is important to talk about is because this is a company that we we view differently. This isn't the same as Procter & Gamble having a problem. If, if we find out that... Um, some food company that, you know, they can't make Keebler uh, freaking double fudge cookies anymore because they can't afford it or, you know, the, the desire for those cookies are gone. We all just kind of go, oh, I used to love those when I was a kid. Anyway, and you move on. It's just not a big deal. But we have so much emotional baggage with Blizzard and so much expectation and so many long years. I mean, for some of us, we've been playing their game since like 92. Well, I yeah, I,
1: I, I think I think the important thing there is is we like uh, you and I and most folks listening. There's a lot of gamers out there who probably aren't very big fans. They're like, yeah, whatever. I don't play World of Warcraft. This doesn't affect me.
2: Right. Exactly. And then to hear things like, I mean, a lot of this is just hearsay, but to hear things like, well, right now they are they are mostly operating on WoW subscription money across the company once again, is not very heartening. <laughs> like if 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 Hearthstone is not rolling a profit if overwatch stopped rolling profit, if uh, you know, heroes obviously being scaled back clearly wasn't doing it, or at the very least HTC was just bleeding money. Um, and it's back to, all right, okay. Uh, wow. You need to fund this whole thing. Then I start thinking about well, what's the pressure on that team to perform? Like, what is that like now? And is that good? Maybe it is good. Maybe wow becomes better than it's ever become as a result of this pressure. Uh, or maybe the game is old enough and well-worn enough that there's not much you can do to to change it. You know, like it's just going to be wow, and it it will never, you know, be able to reach the heights that it once uh, reached because it's, you know, not, I don't want to say old and busted, but it's old. It's old, and, and there's cool stuff to do, and we're having fun with it here and there, but it's not what it used to be. Let's all just freaking be honest about it. It's not 10 years ago. So if it was 10 years ago, I could see this. But I don't feel that way this time. I feel like they are they need more. Ha- I mean, most of the reason Blizzard expanded so hardcore in the wake of success in WoW was because they knew this day was going to come, where they needed to have more going on. And even more recently, having all these incubators and this plan for mobile and everything else, those are all ways of diversifying so that they can just keep the money rolling and not just rely on their giant behemoth World of Warcraft to handle it all. And now it looks like They're doing that again, and they're cutting costs as a result because, wow, isn't the juggernaut it used to be? So I don't know. They're just in this funky place. I know we've talked about this a million times over, but when you start shedding people from the top or losing them or firing them or deciding their extra weight or whatever, that is usually a sign that you're restructuring. Um, One thing I wanted to mention before I forget, uh, I've been talking to Dan Patterson. He's like an actual journalist and travels the world doing uh, stories for major publications and outlets. He's a listener of the show and has been for years um, and a big sort of blizzard guy on the side, but uh, he he is interested in maybe coming on here at some point and looking at this from the perspective of somebody who's dug in a little bit and looked at some of these things. I don't know when that'll be or what it'll be or that it'll even for sure happen, but he and I have been talking about it. Um, he has some sort of insider information about Perhaps some um, communication Blizzard's making with outside companies to sort of "quote unquote" write the ship, and that's kind of interesting. So, at some point, if that happens, maybe we'll do it as a little one-off, little extra episode or something for people that are interested in that. Because I know a lot of players right now, even now, are listening to this, going, well, "I want to know why. Uh, how come I love uh, Expedition Islands have uh, there's a naked guy on a rock? Like they don't want to talk about this, and I get it, but." Anyway, so that's something to look forward to in the future. So anyway, Garrett, the bottom line for me is uh, you lose Morheim, you lose these exe- this executive, at least directly under Blizzard. Uh, you have all of the fallout with what the Kotaku article seemed to expose. And on top of that, you know, the Diablo thing was received in such a poor way. Like, all of this stuff adds up to what to you. Like, at, now that we're on the other side of this, we're in a new year. Uh, next earnings calls in March, I think like where does this put you your head as a lifelong player and follower of blizzard
1: uh i, I mean i i feel like you know I've more or less said it in the past episodes but i guess to to <laughs> be blunt about it i think this is the lowest point for this company in my opinion in, in my time uh being a blizzard fan i think this is the the worst situation we've seen blizzard entertainment in mm mm-hmm. mhm um while at the same time it's not affecting me personally right really at all sure uh i mean i i am obviously i'm i'm seeing numbers down on uh my podcast you know we've saw a bit of a a patreon uh, exodus <laughs> uh, over on our hero show mm-hmm. at the start of the new year which was a little bit alarming sure but um as me as, as a player this it's this kind of stuff doesn't doesn't really affect me i'm also granted one of the people who is still enjoying world of warcraft there's the large narrative especially on youtube and places like that Mm -hmm. is that the game is failing miserably but to me i just look at this and think this is the cycle of wow i've always known Mm -hmm. uh here's a storm despite HTC getting axed and us knowing because they told us that developers are being pulled off just put out its new hero we've had more balance updates over the holiday break than we've ever seen for out of that team Mm -hmm. usually the holidays is just radio silence for about four weeks
2: yeah yeah no these are this is true everything you're saying is true I'm having better by the way better heroes games than I've had in months I don't know what's going on over there but I yeah, having... the
1: actual uh, I played Christmas Eve and it was the worst games I had of all of 2018. <laughs> and then two days later. Great. Yeah. And everything since has been really solid. And yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm on a 100 percent win streak, sure. but the games have been really solid. Yeah. Some about Christmas games. Eve. I don't know. The tryhards were out for blood that day. Yeah. Everyone was angry. No, they
2: don't. They're not happy. They don't celebrate, celebrate Christmas. They're not uh, about spreading joy and, and peace. They're about getting in and, and working noobs. That's what they're into. But yeah, no, I get it, and uh, I, I had a similar experience, and even games I'm not winning, I feel like, are better quality games. Like, I'm just having a really good time in there, and I, uh, I'm i slowly coming around to this idea that I actually feel a sense of relief that this game can just sort of be a game and be worked on and not... I mean, it, they work so far out on stuff that it's a difficult to tell at this stage what the impact of some of the team being moved off means in terms of their word cadence and all of that um so i still yeah, you a lot stop of using that word by the way i know i hate you it i'm sick of it cut that out of their messaging <laughs> heroes of the storm yeah um, if they're not careful if they don't keep saying it or if they stop <laughs> if they keep saying it somebody's going to name their kid cadence and then the whole deal's off forget it kyle and i have a theory yeah.
1: um that anytime someone on the heroes team uses it it's their way of thumbing their nose at Allen
2: brack yeah yeah <laughs> i could <can> see <laughs> but, that i could see that um Cause it's a way because it's a double meaning sort of right I, even I see it that way when I hear cadence i think of also tone and quality and whatever and it all, but it mainly means frequency and so when they use the word cadence it's it's true they're talking about frequency and 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 rhythm but they're also kind of talking about tone and kind of sticking it to the man a little bit like that was the impression that's, that's, i got that, as well that, that, yeah
1: it's it's fun who knows we have no way of knowing this but but i'm i'm with Kyle on this one i i, I think it might be a little bit hey brack that letter sucked nuts and <laughs> it, it really hurt our uh, our our relationship with the community so we're going to throw that word back <laughs> a little bit yeah but, yeah um yeah it's uh what i getting back to the overall perception of blizzard right now I, I i don't know how to accomplish this but i would love to talk to somebody who isn't aware of this yeah type of stuff because i'm sure there are a lot of players of blizzard games that don't keep up with anything happening outside of the game itself <laughs> i don't think they're, they're they may never go to kotaku they may have never even seen these articles it's like the folks that purposely shut themselves off from political news
2: well, I know it's not only these, but I know I know a handful of 10 to 15-year-olds who have no idea that any of that stuff is going on, and they're playing the hell out of Overwatch right now. That's really right. their game. They're not playing WoW. They're not playing other games in the Blizzard uh, offering, but they are playing a lot of Overwatch right now, and they have no idea, no idea about CFOs leaving. They don't have any of those kind of perceptions at all. And the thing is, uh, there's this, there's a portion of the community, uh, we're included in it, that are so cued in on everything that's going on. We're constantly taking a pulse. We're always right there trying to figure out what's going on. And because of that, we are inherently, and I will say admittedly, biased. We just are. Like there's no way around it. it we, we, and, and in our view, it sounds like everyone's talking about it. But the truth is, it's like this thin ring of people uh, compared to the overall population. And they don't care. They're not talking about it. Shareholders care for a different reason. They care for perceived value. They care about, you know, month, uh, uh, return on their investment. It's different than them caring about whether or not Warcraft is as good today as it was five years ago. They don't care. They care about whether that thing's making money or not. And they see it purely from that perspective. I'm, I'm sure there are uh, plenty of large end, high stakes investors in Activision Blizzard who have played video games before and enjoy them. But I'll bet you, by, by and large, they're dudes who have no idea. They've never set foot in Azeroth. And they don't care. Right. They just know, oh, this market is a thing, and it's growing, and it's this and it's that, and we're gonna so we're going to put our money here. So I think you're 100% right. And I think perception is, perception is a very interesting thing because I think it's important for our shows to discuss this stuff. I think it matters to our listeners. Um, I think it's a good conversation for us to have. But again, we are talking to the ring of people who are so tied into this stuff that it's part of our life, not just our random hobby that we might enjoy on the weekends. It's the 10 and 12 year olds you talk to. And they're just like, I love, I love Orphea. She's awesome. She throws that cool thing out in heroes. Or I really wish mercy was uh better. She was a better healer before. So now I just play, Lu- I'm a Lucio main now. Like that, that's all they care about. And, yeah. And, and, and well, props it- to them, you know, I wish yeah. I was that sometimes. When I was growing up to date
1: myself, it's like, I, you know, I was a Genesis kid. I love Sonic. I played Sega games. I didn't know that at some point around the Dreamcast, they were just going to pull the plug on hardware. I had no sense of that because I didn't follow the industry. I, the podcast didn't exist. The, 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 was IGN around then? I don't even know what I would I have been reading I, back then. Maybe if, if there was any, I, I guess, uh, gaming magazines. Uh, i had no clue and then one day just sega stopped making hardware you know why i stopped playing sonic because mm. sonic eventually wasn't a good game right. not because of any anything that it had to do with uh with, with sega as a company and uh, this is my personal opinion if you like sonic cool good for you <laughs> I haven't really liked it since the first dreamcast game
2: <laughs> well and i haven't liked it since probably sonic and knuckles i thought the dreamcast game was abysmal so so yeah oh, i love the first sonic adventure it, it was all between, right the cool thing like, was that it had that whale jumping behind him that was all right that was kind of cool that it was beautiful
1: it was a beautiful game it was a little weird because there were like normal people but sonic was there and he's all cartoonified but i didn't care it was cool and then you know what mario did it last year on the switch they yeah. basically did the, the, like the same kind of aesthetic and yeah. it works yeah I and like
2: it, it still works you're right i i okay the point is and i think you make a very good point Um, The problem with us being perceptive adults who are invested in something is that we're going to dig much deeper than some kid is. But Blizzard has to worry about those kids as much as they do us. I'm happy that they're playing. Um, But I don't know. There's all these other factors because the other thing kids do is they don't have any loyalty. So when Fortnite pops up and all their friends are playing, they're like, what's this? And then that's all they do. Goodbye, Overwatch. Like, that's just them's the breaks. They don't have the nuanced approach where I can say, "Interesting. Well, I wonder if this will compare to Blackout, or if I should spend my time in PUBG these days." Now that they've patched it beyond uh, the beta level game, you're like they don't care. <laughs> they don't care. They're just like, "Where are my friends? Oh, we're playing this. Wee! That's it." And they're watching yeah. Ninja and they're going, "Yeah, Ninja. He's uh, he's our Lord and Savior now. All praise to Ninja." And, th- and they don't care and if if overwatch drives them back they'll do the same thing and they'll say oh screw the, uh, Fortnite. i'm back to overwatch i love overwatch that's what you do <laughs> and so anyway uh we could probably go on and have a whole podcast about this but yeah
1: yeah my my, my point is what I, the question i ask everyone when this topic comes up is are you enjoying playing the blizzard game that you're currently playing
2: yeah if you cool. are continuing it yeah I I'm <laughs> loving Diablo three in a way that I haven't in a long time for whatever reason. And I don't need anyone to tell me otherwise or explain to me why I am. I'm just having a good time. And that's plenty for me. Um, I'm a little off. WoW at the moment just cause I don't know, I'm bored, but that's, you know, this is the cycle, like you said. And I'm actually used to that to the point where I don't see anything weird about it. I'm not going, Oh no, this is how strange I'm falling off. Wow. A little bit, uh, many months into its release. no, that's I do this every expansion. That's just the way that, that particular cookie crumbles. So, so yeah. Same thing. Play and what you're you- going to play, yo. Just play. Play your games. Have your fun. Blizzard, Blizzard, Blizzard is not dying. I can tell you that. This idea that Blizzard is dying or going away is ridiculous. There's too much money at stake. Uh, ask me that question again in 20 years, and then maybe something's gone weird. But they, there's too much at stake at the moment. It may change, it may evolve, and they may fart a couple of times and make everyone go, ew, gross, Blizzard. Gross, you don't do that normally. Why are you farting? Like, we're going to maybe have some more of that. Uh, but, but, yeah, just, just keep your hats on. Everything will be fine. Like me, because if I took this off, it would be hideous. You'd see my home haircut hair, and nobody wants that. <laughs> hey, Garrett, I don't know if you saw this, and I know you're a huge fan of it, but the, uh, somebody remade the Wrathgate event, reanimated it. I did
1: see this. It's yeah.
2: pretty. It's pretty good. It's pretty. Um, I wouldn't put it on par with like Blizzard stuff they do now.
1: No, it seems to be like the art nerd in me goes, you need a little more atmosphere in mm. here. There's no atmospheric effects. Everything is a little too crisp.
2: Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on this. So so okay, I'm just gonna play the top end of it here. Hold on. This guy has a really long logo. Right, here we go. So it's your boulevard, walking toward the gate. Uh, he's got a bunch I of bunch of dudes, the the and they're all the higher. You know, these are the better. Um, what do you call it? Uh, polygon character models from now. Oh. So that's helpful. Uh, he runs. I mean, it's step for step. They're using the audio track from it, so they've kind of had to sync that. And it's it's moment for moment a remake of the Wrathgate. Now, what is cool about it? I think, is the use of, like, particle effects and the blight looks good and looks drippy and goopy and, you know, the fire that the dragons come to sort of clean it all out looks like fire uh, and not just some weird effect, Uh, but it's cool. I mean, you know, whatever, I have nostalgia for this moment in the game, and I know you do, so, you know, good stuff, right? Yeah, it makes me want them to add it back into the game, or go on
1: another tirade about how I ho- really hope Classic is successful, so that we get Burning Crusade Classic and eventually Wrath of the Lich King Classic.
2: Oh, dude! let see. This is now you're talking. Now you're talking the the talk people want. Uh, I noticed that um, uh, uh, was it Taryn uh, Gregory, who this was his first project at Blizzard, I guess, first major project. Uh, this cinematic the original, anyway. I would love to know what he thinks, but he's been quiet on it as far as I can tell. I haven't been able to find a tweet or anything, so I'm curious if he thinks this is uh, if this is good or if Blizzard's still in that mode of like, ooh, contact these guys and see if they want to join the animation team or you know stuff like that. I don't know, but it's it's impressive. Even Arthas has like shiny gloves and stuff. Yeah, the the,
1: ar- the metal portions of his armor have a kind of like a reflective map
2: on it. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Anyway, go check it out. If you want to see Putris go, you, you think we had forgiven and all that. It's a great walk down memory lane. Did,
1: did they like, uh, What what is important is, did they, George Lucas special edition it and add Sylvanas in the background going, yes, this is my plan all along.
2: I had always planned this. Come with me. We're going, I call, I'm We're going right, to, yeah. to
1: prove Afrasiabi correct in that statement that he still hasn't clarified. <laughs> I don't know why she's talking like Skeletor from uh, the 80s yeah. He-Man cartoon, but that's that's just uh, that's my syllabus. impression. I'll get you,
2: Bolvar! Yeah, he he doesn't exactly <laughs> do that, but uh, yeah, it's pretty great. So watch it if you haven't seen it. It's on MMO Champion and a million other places where you get your wild news, and it's uh, it's cool. It's cool to see that again. I, I'd be fine if they just straight up replaced the video because the one that's in there now, you can go see anytime. Just go land in the Wrathgate thing and rewatch the cinematic, and um, I did that to compare them. Ooh, that old stuff needs uh, just needs a little work. That's all.
1: Oh, I like it. I'm nostalgic for it. I, I went back and grabbed it recently for one of my solo shows because I needed audio from it and yeah. uh, rewatched the whole thing. And I was just like, and I still love this. Like I, I remember seeing it for the first time and being like, oh my god, mm-hmm. they put this in the game. What? What? What mm-hmm. are they doing? I've never seen anything this cool. Everyone's all usually just rigid and
2: <laughs> there's text on the screen. Yeah, and they're you know this is
1: a this is a turning point for how they tell stories in World of Warcraft. Oh, I totally uh,
2: agree. I completely agree with that. that. Yeah, and it also involved, it also included all that new phasing stuff at the time, which at the time I thought was really innovative. Now we're just sort of used to it. But at the time, they'd never done this before. You went, the Wrathgate looked the way it looked, and then you did the thing, and then it it kicked in with the story. And then after, that area was completely changed forever. And depending on how you were leveled in the game, you would either see one state or the other. That's still kind of amazing to me that they have these different states of of space that you can be in at any given time, depending on where you've been in the story. I mean, that is a game. That's literally, those the combination of those two things changed that game moving forward, as far as I'm concerned. It was no longer I just longer remember for the
1: first time wondering why the hell I can't see my friend whose dot on the map is right next to me. Right.
2: Right. <laughs> Someone in the chat says, wait, the, the overlay classic, the background?
1: Oh, I think your, your overlay disappeared for some reason. Oh. When we go to
2: it two split when you have both of us on screen oh why is well, yeah wait there's no overlay anyway what are they talking about it's just cameras i don't know what they're talking I, about i thought you had like an image before maybe not i'm mm, gonna I mean, have that but it's just you me and then you and me I don't well know. then working as intended everyone enjoy the black background yeah what are they talking about oh you is that what you're saying the background's just black oh well yeah it is black <laughs> There's nothing we don't. I'm not one of those frilly streamer guys where it's like, hey, make sure something's always animated and driving you nuts. It's like the early web where everything had an animated GIF in the corner and join our web ring. I, I understand some of that's valuable for game streaming and stuff and, you know, getting feedback. But when you're doing a show, you kind of want to focus on what's being said and the people saying it, don't you think?
1: My Dragon Ball Z uh, GeoCities fan site feels personally attacked right now.
2: Yeah. Well, it should. Like, I
1: had a lot of animated Vegeta GIFs on there. <laughs>
2: You know, there's nothing I like more than an animated Vegeta. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> by the way, have you played... I don't know if you've played... Have you played Resident Evil 7 by chance? Uh, yes. Oh. I, I can't finish it. It scares me too much. Well, somebody bought me a copy on PC. I already had it on PlayStation and did the same thing. I couldn't finish it. I got to a certain point where I can't do this. I'm, this is killing me. I don't like scary games. They freak me out. And that game's genuinely frightening. And uh, so somebody bought the Steam version says, do this on a stream. I said, well, all right, I guess if you bought it, I'll do it. So now I'm committed and I'm locked in every Tuesday and Thursday. I'm doing this thing for a couple hours each time. And there's this fight with this late, you know, the mom in the house, the crazy mom, and there's the, the crazy dad, the crazy mom, the family and all that. The crazy mom, when you go fight her, she, be, she becomes like a giant spider lady with her arms all out. And she has a huge like freaking bug nest in her crotch, like a giant freaking uh, vagina bees nest. It is the most I, I horrifying. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah,
1: it's nightmare fuel. Ugh. 100% nightmare fuel.
2: Ugh. Why did I bring that up? I was, I had a reason I was bringing that up. I'm curious as well, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think you just, it's haunting your dreams and you just want to share the image. With I guess everyone. so. I dreamt about it last night, even. It's like, I cannot get oh, that woman out of my thing. brain. I finally got her. I killed her, but it took forever and. I scream! Oh, it's done! You guys want to go watch that? It's on the vods here on Twitch, or you can see the YouTube versions. I also did a supercut of uh, yesterday's shenanigans. It's like eight minutes long, and it's just all the dumb moments. And you might want to go check that out on YouTube. It's up to you if you want to go there or not. But anyway, I don't remember why I brought it up. It actually had a Blizzard connection. I forgot what it is. Damn it! What was it? It was some... Oh no! Oh, I know what it was. Yeah, this was it. We we're talking about... We we're talking about overlays. It's nothing to do with Blizzard. So in that game, I've got some overlay stuff happening. And in specific, I have had had kind of forgotten I'd done this, but I have a really loud sound effect anytime somebody throws bits at me. That's a bad idea in a game like that because you're walking around a corner and suddenly bling and you just want to jump out of your pants and poo all over the wall. It's not good. It's a bad time. Anyway, Garrett, let's move on. (laughs) Sounds good. And
1: not into Resident Evil.
2: No. I want you to explain to me uh, what happened to Second Dinner because apparently they have a Marvel license for their next game, and that seems like a big deal. So, again, just for those who aren't paying attention, Second Dinner is uh, uh, Ben Brode and all his buddies that worked on the Hearthstone team that left uh, another <laughs> another part of Blizzard leaving, uh, where they left and started their own company. They called it Second Dinner. That was well reported, uh, but nobody really knew what they were working on next. And apparently it is a game licensed for Marvel. We don't know anything else about it, though. Is it a card game? Is it a... We don't know. We don't know. nothing. It will
1: it. be mobile. Ben Broad confirmed it will be mobile. Okay,
2: so they're making a mobile game. Probably, I'm going to take a wild guess here, probably a, C, a, a CCG. That's my thing.
1: I, I mean, it's 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 the obvious the assumption. Uh, but what is it? Clash Royale. I know, I know the, the, the whole crew has been playing a lot of that. Um, so I I don't know. I mean, it could take a different direction. I
2: I think it's almost equally as likely that maybe they want to try something besides a card game. It could be. Oh, I think they probably do, but I'm with Marvel comes calling, what do you, what do they want? They want a a good seat. They don't have one of these yet. Uh, and it seems like something they would have, like uh, your your hero is Hulk and he's got all these cards. And I'm I'm telling you, dude, I'm I'm gonna put money down right now and just say, here's a dollar right over here. I'm gonna put there right there. That dollar says second dinner's first game is a CCG. It won't be just a rip off of Hearthstone, but it'll be in that vein for the Marvel universe. That's my thinking. Could be wrong, but that's my I, thinking.
1: yeah. I I don't I don't know because. This this is just this is just strange because if this was any other studio probably any other studio, I wouldn't give a right. crap. Who would care? Yeah. Like, it's like if you if the headline was X studio gets thirty million dollars from NetEase to make Marvel mobile game, I would just move past it and not even click it and move on with my life. But because of the talent behind this, mm-hmm. I'm very interested.
2: Yeah. I find myself interested as well. And I'm not like, I'm with you on all, everything you just said. Like normally who cares? It's like, Oh, somebody's working on a Marvel game. Yeah. But and the, they've
1: got like, cause yeah. I feel like if it was any other studio, I don't know, it would just kind of look like, but like, it would just be very straightforward, whatever they make. And just kind of look like all of these other Marvel mobile games that we see that aren't particularly visually interesting in my, in my opinion. Yeah. You've got, you've got Jamaro Kendrick dude is a, badass artist yeah uh and I, I i'd love to see just what it's gonna look like like i hope it it's like as art forward as hearthstone is yeah as
2: blizzard games are I, I would agree and i don't even just mean when you say that, i don't even think of just card art i mean like how it pops and feels and flows and like it's one of the reasons i think hearthstone is attractive in the first place is they went all in on flourish and polish yeah. and stuff and i've played other ccgs that interest me like there's a 40k game on mobile that's pretty good like mechanically a good it's a good card game um and i love warhammer 40k so it's like a kind of a good combo for me but it just doesn't have the visual punch and flow and like pop that hearthstone has i think other some other games do okay eternal does a pretty good job with that kind of stuff they've matched that pretty well um you know whether people like eternal or not is a different issue but i really think that's an important part of if you're going to make a uh, competitive card game successfully, I think it has to have that. Like Blizzard set that standard. You can have all the gameplay in the world, but if you are not having it feel good, like when you open a deck of cards, I want it to be visceral and physical and just bah! Like if there, if you're not doing that, your your game is dumb. You're just you're <laughs> failing. You're failing because that's really important. I just think it's really important. Like I I tried playing uh, Magic Arena. It's fine. Doesn't have the same pop. It's better than they've no, done, it, it, but it's it, it,
1: not the same. Yeah, no, it does. It doesn't. I, I really enjoy Magic Arena, but but it's it's more because I've played every other Magic game that has come out before this, mm. and they were all pretty bad. Yeah. So by comparison, Magic Arena seems great. But when you, when you still compare it uh, from a like a feel and an art direction aspect, Hearthstone just they just knocked really? it out of the park. Yeah. No
2: one's even close, in yeah. my opinion. I cre- I totally agree. By the way, in other parts of the country, they don't say it doesn't have enough pop. They say it doesn't have enough soda. That's what I hear. Anyway, moving on. Hey, let's move on to this next thing here, which is this. Hold on. <laughs> I thought I had it right. <laughs> I don't. Oh, yeah, here it well, is.
1: Do you want me to uh, sing? Uh, what is it? I think you used the Hearthstone
2: music. Yeah, you? I usually use Hearthstone. Oh, here its squee do doo squee doo Wait, squee da doo Is that really the is that
1: you're doing one of the like the just like play soundtracks that i don't i don't remember i was thinking of the normal riffs of the squeeby to do squeeby to do -do -do -do."
2: (laughs) squeeby to do how can i make that into a show title today i'm gonna figure out a way squeeby to (laughs) do i don't know how you spell it that's pretty great though all right uh other stuff going on around blizzard overwatch banned a ton of korean players upwards of eighteen thousand, uh bunch of cheaters over there in south korea
1: uh, I'm glad that you added in because they were cheating and not because they're for some reason racist against Koreans all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, that's
2: a really good point. They didn't do this because they hate Koreans. In fact, they need them, really, because they're the best players, really. But, uh, which is also slightly racist. But the point is, boom, bam, don't cheat in Overwatch uh, or you're going to be down to a lot less players. 18K. Uh, but I think there's probably many millions more playing, and it's probably not that big a deal. But that's a huge, huge ban for a lot of people who are cheating. Uh, Heroes of the Storm got Imperious this week, at least on the PTR. Should be out next week on the live server. Likely a character that was well underway before any of these changes happened to the team. Um, He seems pretty great. I like his kit. I'm excited about it. He's one of my favorite characters in the Diablo universe. He's just a pious a-hole who's constantly pissing everybody off, and I love him. He's great.
1: So I mentioned this on Into the Nexus, and I'm curious about your take. Do you think Imperius suffers from Boba Fett syndrome? Oh, interesting. In that looks really cool, Yeah, just gets his ass handed to him and doesn't accomplish anything.
2: (sighs) Yeah, I mean, a little bit. Part of it is his singular focus. All he cares about is the eternal war between the high heavens and the eternal hell or the burning hells. That's all he cares Mm -hmm. about. And so when anything else comes up of any kind of nuance, he doesn't know how to deal with it. So, so freaking um, Tyriel coming in there and going, "That's it, I've had it. You're an a hole, and we're doing this wrong. I'm out of here." And he starts taking his clothes off, and uh, Imperius goes,
0: <laughs> "Sacrilege!"
2: <laughs> Strip tease, Diablo edition. Yeah, Diablo edition, taking all those clothes off, and then and then leaves. Well, then you're like, "Yeah, Imperius, maybe think a little further out than just your little fight you got going. Maybe there's more to this." And he just hates Nephilim. like. He's an a hole, but I like him. I like him. I like his thing, his whole jive. Now, the only problem I have with the, the character design is: I think his wings are very flaccid and stupid looking. So I oh, don't know you
1: what... and everyone on the freaking hero subreddit, dude! If you want like ten thousand upvotes, just go uh, talk about that right now over at r Slash Heroes of the Storm.
2: Yeah, I don't know why that why uh, that became such. It's a... Th-
1: suddenly, everyone in that subreddit is a freaking character designer.
2: Yeah, everybody's mad about the wings, and I was. I mean, I, they're, they're not wrong, by the way. The wings are kind of dinky they're weenie they're weenie wings they're little weenie wings they're not great anyway i need uh need some uh wing viagra just need to, to look at the uh, uh what's her name ariel uh, ariel or um, um <laughs> ariel yeah uh, ariel uh, the, Aure- the, Aure- you know Aure- the mermaid Aure- the mermaid from little mermaid is who i mean yeah no. yeah i want to be where the <laughs> angels are <laughs> i want to have wings that aren't so stupid that's what you'd sing <laughs> but, uh, material, even like they're cool, cool spreads in the game. I understand it's not going to be like, you know, not in the way it is in the cinematics or in key art or anything, but these are just like little wimpy little, little flaccid penises hanging off his back. It's not cool. <laughs> anyway, there's that. Hey, what's going yes. on on Hearthstone besides the second dinner business, which really has nothing no, to nothing, do with Hearthstone? Nothing new. Yeah. Nothing new. Cards, we, uh, are, cards are good. Everything's settled. Uh, patch fixed things. It's all good.
1: Yeah, more or less, more or less. Yeah, it's Starting to be a little unrest with, uh, with all the hunters and whatnot, but it's the natural progression of things. Mm. Nerf comes in, new things rise to the top, people get mad at the new things on top.
2: It's all right. All right. Uh, good. That's, I mean, holding steady, holding strong.
1: Yeah, we I, 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 I think the game's in a good place. There's a it, there's a lot of different decks to play that do have the potential to climb in pretty much every class which uh, has been the case for a while now and they've managed to keep it that way
2: and i think it's healthy for the game i noticed that it's slipped a few slots in its typical place on twitch do you do you see that as just uh, the holiday break and we're not to some of the competition yet like uh, like is that just a normal dip or do you or do you f- or do you worry about that because you know overwatch has experienced the same thing and do you, do you worry that them slipping in those charts matters at all
1: I, I, It's, I mean, it's the holiday break combined with, I think we, much like Overwatch, I think we're experiencing, uh, some true burnout in Hearthstone. Um, like for the, this, this seems like the, the first real dip I've seen Mm. beyond the, the kind of typical flow of expansion comes out. Everyone gets excited about two months later, only the diehard remain, uh, but well, I mean that even that's not true because there's so many people who who just dig this game and you know aren't trying to hit legend. There's a lot of people that just play it for fun because they enjoy it. But sure, sure, yeah, I, I think it's time for a, a change up in Hearthstone. Much the same way I think a lot of uh, Overwatch fans are waiting for something new to hit that game. Yeah, I
2: feel like they're in this kind of the same boat. What do you what do you yeah. make of this idea that um. That mobile is the reason why the Hearthstone team quickly canceled their tournament plans because it means they'd have to deal with a very different kind of not only interface but ecosystem over there. This is a bow thought. I'm wondering if you think there's any truth to that. I because they I mean, want to be they want to be unified, they right? They want to be unified across platforms, and so they're, they're, I, I have in the past expressed
1: strong opinions of how much I don't give a crap about mobile. And if that is the reason we don't get certain features, then I would prefer mobile just get axed. Yeah. Um. So that the game can be more robust. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any hard, I was like hard statements from anyone on team five or who used to be on team five, but from talking to them over the years, it doesn't seem like that is as big of a holdup as I originally thought mm. uh, my anger towards it is that it's that is a response we see a lot over on the angry chicken when we do you know kind of spitball on what we would like to see added to the game we almost always get multiple emails tweets etc saying oh it'll never happen because of mol mm. And that that's when I eventually you know after Four years, just go. I don't care about my. That's if that's actually the answer. Screw mobile, burn it. Yeah. I don't care. I don't burn, need it.
2: Burn mobile to the ground.
1: Yeah, but but I I, I don't believe that as much as I used to. Mm. I would um, love to I see. Mean, they announced they announced the tournament beta. Like they they made a public announcement. We saw some very sparse UI elements. So it's not like it was a surprise. Mobile has always, well, not always been there for, for Hearthstone, but it's been a staple from very early on in Hearthstone's life, and it is now very much a permanent fixture as far as the game is concerned. I don't think they started developing the tournament mode, and one day were like, oh, crap, guys, we're on phones. We can't make this.
2: Yeah. I, I it, mean, it, it, it was. do you think they, uh, that- have they ever in an earnings call or anything else, have they ever said, here's the percentage of players that are on mobile, and here's the percentage on PCs? Have they ever done that? Not, Not that I'm aware of, no. Because I'd be just crazy curious about total numbers on mobile. And if it's astronomically would, higher or not, you know, like what the deal is, I would have to assume that it is. Yeah. I mean, folks all the time that play Hearthstone
1: that, that aren't that, 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 they're kind of, you know, tying this back into the, the conversation we had earlier that don't keep up with the ecosystem outside of the game itself. Mm. You know, they're not aware that there is an e-sport they're, They don't keep up with the news. They don't have no idea who Ben Brode is. Right. right. <laughs> um, and so, I, I, from my own anecdotal experience, I just have to imagine that there's just an obscene amount of players that are almost that are mobile exclusive.
2: Yeah, I think you're probably right. Uh, in Diablo World, it's a bummer because they've got this patch they've been brewing on for a while that's still sitting on the PTR and not uh, public yet. So the news there is there's no big patch yet. And the reason I'm cari- curious about that patch or interested in it is there's gigantic buffs coming across the board. So if you're even remotely playing Diablo three, big old stuff coming to some of your sets and stuff, and some of your characters. Going to be going to uh, be rad. I, I am not. I really would like an expansion for that game. I would too. And when we found out they canceled one before they even released Reaper, like they had that plans is... for a third <laughs> one. You bastards! Oh, and that's the thing I'm maddest about.
1: It's the same, same. I don't think we've really gotten nitty gritty into this, but. I feel like everyone's mad at the wrong thing. Like Immortal, whatever. Don't yeah, play it. It yeah. doesn't affect you. Right. The team that's working on it isn't making PC Diablo anyway. Yeah. Uh, from my understanding. What I am mad about is that a, a second expansion for Diablo three was, was was canned. Yeah. Uh, like, they were getting Reaper like,
2: they were getting Reaper ready to go. They were like, Oh, we don't think vanilla did that well or did as well as it could be or you know, lived up to what we wanted. So we're not even going to see how Reaper does. We're just going to cancel this third one before Reaper hits. Reaper hits is a genuine, amazing addition to the game and changed everything for everybody and became wildly popular. And then they went, now we're, you know, we'll just not do that. other." And like, what are you doing? Make the other, you'll sell 30 million of those. What are you doing, Blizzard? This is my chief complaint. in all of these (laughs) things that are going on that are weird right now, 100% 100% my biggest complaint is that revelation so annoyed by that it makes me want to pee but I won't whoops my keyboard tried to Doop. Make, make a sound there Doot noise uh let's see also, also I launched Starcraft 2 this week just for poops and giggles I think it was New Year's Day um and then I didn't play anything <laughs> so I just I just <laughs> want to throw it out there but I launched it, I got the little wind uh, the thing. Uh, I think it was it. Man, stop uh, the presses! Artana standing there going, Rawr, and then I went, nah, I don't want it." <laughs> I got out of it. So, so there's that. Just wanted to fill people in on my StarCraft life, which is not. <laughs> I uh, I un- uninstalled StarCraft this week. <laughs> uninstalled? Oh my God! Because I
1: realized I hadn't played it in forever, and I'm actually running out of space on my SSD.
2: Yeah. I am too. So, I should just do that. I'm not going to play it. Who am I kidding? Yeah. When yeah. when am I going to sit down and play like a real match of StarCraft? I, I I do really like the co-op though. Co-op is
1: freaking fantastic. Yeah. It's a great thing to go back. You know what you know what my hang up is? Mm. I can't turn quick casting on. And oh. I'm so used to it. And you're used From to it in Heroes, yeah. Heroes of the Storm, yeah. That specifically for A moving, for attack move commands. Yeah. I I have to have quick cast. And you can't
2: do it in L- StarCraft 2. Literally you're podcasting uh, namesake, and you can't do it in the game that started it all. <laughs> yep, that's yep. Bu- I can't that's...
1: wait. I can't wait for the the one or two tweets that always comes up whenever that happens, where they go, "Oh my god, that's what it's from." <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. Well, the the
1: A in the square is is an A key. Yeah, that's right. So, damn damn yeah. it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Don't never forget. Blowing too much.
1: Hear ye, hear ye!
2: Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> All right, it is the town crier. By the way, he has paid for a haircut, so he'll probably be fine. He's okay. <laughs> he'll be fine. He has better teeth than me. What else does he? My mom wouldn't get me braces. My teeth are stupid. He got he got braces because we seem to care about our children more than my mom did. Sorry, mom. <laughs> oh, oh, mom shade being thrown. I'm throwing some mom shade. All right, uh, I got a couple of quick emails here. These are both short and quick. I believe one from Tom. Uh, first of all, he sent these to the instance at gmail.com. You're encouraged to do that. We are happy to read them on the show. It says this. Hi, all. I know. Wow. will be around as long as there are subscribers to keep it in the black. But I, for one, find myself burning out on expansions early because what I really want to see is this IP rendered in modern graphics just for fun. What would you most like to see in a new wow game? Thanks for all you do and keep up the good work, Tom. All right. I, this is an easy answer for me. I still want an RPG and I want a Skyrim style, you know, not, don't just remake Skyrim, but that kind of open world, gigantic single player experience. We're never going to get it, but that's what I want. I want to make an orc. I want to go into Azeroth rendered in that kind of world. I've been playing a bunch of Vermintide 2 with friends and man, that world is beautifully rendered. Now I know it's different. It's four players. You're, like play, basically playing left for dead and they it's tighter quarters and all that it's not the same as a big open MMO I understand that but fighting bosses in there and the way you do it and the visceral experience of of playing that game has really hammered this home even more how much I want this kind of game again I don't think we ever get it but that's what I want Garrett what do you want I mean I've asked for exactly that on this show before so yeah times two yeah, times two. Times two, everybody. Uh,
1: in terms of like a new WoW, though, uh, you just you can't do it. You can't split. You, you can't ask your players to jump to a, a new client. You just it doesn't work. It didn't work for EverQuest. I don't think it's going to work for WoW.
2: It doesn't work for anyone who's tried it. Like Ashron's Call two tried it and failed, and everyone stayed with the old game. EverQuest. I can see this totally happening. People would just not go over, or they would stay in greater numbers than the old one, and the new one just wouldn't be able to hang. So I agree with you. However, if they ever just straight up said, hey, Blizzard, we're only running WoW for another 12 months, and we're replacing it with a new one. They're never going to do this either, by the way. But if they did, that might be your only way of doing it. That's yeah. also very dangerous. All right. You know? all
1: right, everyone who thinks they're they've they've cracked something here with Guild Wars two. Guild Wars two is an entirely different
2: game and a good from game. Guild Wars one, yeah, and a good game, like, a better is, game than one by a not
1: long even, shot. Yeah, Guild Wars one, first of all, my first MMO, um, really small scale, yeah, really freaking barely an MMO by MMO standards. It was more. It was like Diablo with a Wow camera.
2: It was a lobby and of and some instances. That's it. Yeah, that's what yeah. that game or, was. I
1: guess Fantasy Star Guild Wars. Really Guild good. Wars
2: Two is a yeah. You're right. It's a completely different level of this stuff. It's but it's not that different from what Warcraft is, which is why everybody seems to sort of come back to Warcraft. But but yeah, like that's I think they are the exception, and also it's they're the exception because they they almost made a different genre, <laughs> like. Pat, uh, Garrett is absolutely right about this. I almost called you Patrick, which is so rude. He's French. <laughs> so rude. Um, all right. I'm I'm Single offended. player. You, wow. You got that cultured. Get it. Get it coming. I call it Warcraft. Vengeance. I don't care what you call it. And just give us all these races and characters. Render them out in beautiful, modern tech. I mean, this is what I want.
1: Yeah, if it, don't make another WoW MMO. If you're going to make another MMO, make a StarCraft one. Please, thank you. Oh, on.
2: there you go. See, that's how you don't split your base. You have two bases, really. You really end up with... I mean, I, I you may end up... Actually, I think you'd do more in the StarCraft. Oh, especially now. if
1: you expand early to the gold minerals. Oh, my gosh, dude.
2: <laughs> I want to play a StarCraft MMO still to this day so bad.
1: It's it's my... Uh, I love it. I love that world, that that universe so much.
2: Um, it, it, we, I mean, I, I've said before on the show what I really want is StarCraft freelancer style, like space trading, smuggling. You know, one of those games.
1: Yeah, I've I, I brought it up too. Like it, it, they're working on all these mobile titles. I hope one as a as
2: a grid based tactic StarCraft game. Oh, I'd be totally into that. That's a that's a mobile game, game I would play. It. Yeah, I'd play the hell out yeah. of it. So so Blizzard, just you know, are you listening? Let's get that going. Let's get some StarCraft IP happening that isn't StarCraft. Okay. That'd be great. Uh, Starhammer. No, no, no. No more RT. I mean, no, for now, anyway. We'll see if it ever makes another comeback. Uh, Starhammer of Realm Magtheridon wrote in and says this Hi, Scott. I've noticed, or have you noticed, that Blizzard has taken out the catcall whistle from the game? What do you think about that? Best regards, Chris. Well, other than the fact this email sounds slightly um baity.
1: <laughs> this, this, seems,
2: what, this is bait as hell yeah it's pretty <laughs> baity. but i don't know where i i, I guess i put it in here because i don't know who who has the cat call who does that now everybody did it? <sighs> i don't i don't was it just slash
1: whistle maybe. was that the
2: the cat call emote maybe that was it i bet i could find on youtube real quick i haven't so done then.
1: it in so long i don't even remember let's see i know i've heard it i
2: know i've heard it more
1: than warcraft like i can hear it in my head I think it was on it. I think a night elf had it because I played a bunch of night elves might have been a blood elf because I played a bunch of I played all the elves. Uh, so I don't I don't know. Well, we're going to find
2: out if this is yeah. Just slash
1: slash whistle is what. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Andrew in chat room says I just did it. I'm in game. So is it still a cat call,
2: Andrew? So it did it. It, it didn't take it out then. So what's this talking about? Maybe well, it's coming it might, out.
1: It might be a different whistle.
2: Oh, well, all right. Let's uh, let's diagnose that for a second. Um, turns out, I don't want to blow anyone's minds, okay? But it turns out women, who by the way right now make up more of the player base of WoW than men do, I don't know if anyone has heard these recent numbers from Blizzard, but they have a huge female population in the game. Turns out women don't like it when weird dudes whistle at them in real life. So now follow my thinking here. Maybe they also wouldn't like to be reminded of that in a video game. I don't know. I'm not a woman, but I can tell you I've, I've got daughters and a wife who would feel this way. I Call me crazy, but maybe it's okay that Blizzard goes, uh, you know, that isn't the best idea. It didn't seem like a big deal to a bunch of dudes in a room when we made it, but you know, it's not that cool. So why make women feel bad? Hey, maybe that's one dumb thing you can take out of the game. How do you like that, Chris. You baited me, I, and I bit, I bit your hook, and I'm in your I'm getting skinned on a table now. I forgot it was in the game, and I haven't noticed it left. Yeah, but there's also uh, other stuff. Like, I will
1: say this to Chris though: you yeah. want a ton of views, go on YouTube, and make a video about this
2: right now. <laughs> yeah, do it, dude. Yeah, seriously, this is where the money is on YouTube. Done. Do it for the views. There
1: are A lot of lot of angry people out there that would love to watch a video uh, raging about this.
2: Uh, it's, chat rooms making a comparison to they leave that in or they take that out, but they keep the succubus in. Uh the succubus is that's an interesting point maybe that one follows the same thing or we're talking about a, a lore thing and the succubus is making their own decisions i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah i mean this, when we're talking demons there's a lot of uh there's a lot of scantily clad uh, models still running around oh sure uh, but thanks to demon hunters I, th- I think the uh the scantily clad uh argument has at least gotten a significantly more equal opportunity because uh i see a lot of uh boing cloth clad uh male demon hunters running around yeah
2: yeah yeah i had this experience by the way where just from a real life uh thing i was walking past a construction site it was with my daughter she was probably 16 at the time and she was about i don't know 10 paces ahead of me it didn't look like we were together we were just walking i had the dog dog was being slow she was up ahead of me. We're walking past a construction site where they're building um, townhomes. And we round this corner and we start hearing from the townhome, the roof of this townhome uh, construction guys going, woo, hey baby, woo. Like just cat calling, whistling, waving at her, doing all this stuff. And it hit me and I went, oh, this happens to people. Like I've never done it. So I, I assume in my little brain, that no one does it and that that's it's overblown no it happens and it happened to her and i got pissed and i can't remember what i said but i yelled something back i don't know what it was was some kind of like knock it off or focus on your shit or i can't remember what i yelled something i was was so pissed and so i don't know that changed my that changed me a little bit made me think about it more so why not take it out take it out it's lame it's it's sexist and shitty to do so don't have it in there don't whistle at girls and if you haven't ever great you're you're with me you and i are together but don't assume don't assume everybody gets the same treatment as you do we uh we used to live on busy street and uh katie used to get the honks a lot while we were watching cars yeah of course she's an attractive nice looking lady and people are going to be dicks people are dicks it it was very obnoxious right
1: (laughs) very very obnoxious uh but uh, whatever, uh, I, I think uh, Katie seemed to take great pleasure in throwing a lot of birds uh, <laughs> when, when that would happen. Yeah, so good, <laughs> good. That makes me
2: that makes me happy. Uh-huh. And this isn't some kind of look. It's not some kind of weird gender politics thing. It's just do you want to make people feel bad or not. If you do, then we'll f off. I don't want to hang out with you. And if you want to make, if you don't want to make people feel bad, okay. Well, then we can hang. That's as simple as that for me uh all right i just don't uh my my
1: my response
2: is who gives a shit yeah like, does this affect your game no it doesn't change anything right if they take that out what are you complaining i mean chris you're probably not even chris probably doesn't feel as strongly about it as we're making it seem like here that's entirely possible <laughs> i'm just saying if you're yeah. somebody who's worried about this what are you doing Free, go pl- go play a different game full of cat call somewhere if this is this is just really offending your sensibilities I oh, what's the uh,
1: oh god, what is it? I played it for a while. What's the action MMO? Um uh, Oh damn it. It's Korean as hell. It's just under boob everywhere.
2: Oh. Um oh, uh, my
1: old college roommates still play it. Uh <laughs> uh
2: hold on. Well, there are a lot of Korean MMOs with underboob.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but this one's particularly egregious. Uh I just oh my god, I can't think of the name right now. It's Some Terra. Thank oh, you. Oh Terra, yeah, you Tara, dude. Oh that game. Listen, if this is what you're showing up to MMOs for. Uh, let me tell you about a game called Terry. You're playing the wrong one. <laughs>
2: we got you. We can hook you up over there, man. That yeah. game, yeah, I played that that, that a bunch, and all I could be, I tried to be the most like lizard man, dude, crusty looking uh, crocodile guy I could be, because everything else was this ridiculously overly sexualized, too, way too young looking uh, dudes and ladies, just everybody running around with like a thong going. Eh, the creatures of the land need to be vanquished. And it's like, dude, I can't play you very long. I'm gonna be in here for a minute, and then I'm getting out. This sucks. That game sucks. Oh, sweet.
1: Okay, I found it. I found it. Okay, this is an old article. Okay. This is an old article. But it I find it I think it's so well written. Mm. It's an old Blizzard Watch article. Mm. Uh titled Hots and Bothered: Making Sex Appeal Work in Heroes. It's mm. an old Blizzard Watch article about Sexy skins in Heroes of the Storm, mm. uh, and also how it's equal opportunity. Uh Talking about the different skins, like uh, Lumberjack Uther being uh, a good-looking dude with some some nice pecs and chest hair going on. Somebody's into that, yes, sure, right, right, and, and I, I like it. I, so, so go read this. It's an old one, I think it's from 2000. Say so yeah, 2017. Uh, oh, but, a yeah, year just search for Blizzard Watch Hots and bothered. Uh, <laughs> and I think it kind of addresses how you know kind of how blizzard deals with uh sexy outfits in their games and kind of how it's evolved yeah because it's definitely evolved right i i agree they
2: they there is there is you know the clueless in the past as anybody so they don't get a pass there but they've they've worked on that stuff which is good oh someone put in the chat there's your link everybody yeah. Wizard Watch. Yeah, it's, uh,
1: go 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 check it out. I'm, I'm it. fine with it. doesn't bother, doesn't bother me none. I I want I want the uh the sexy night elf armor that they're running around in. That's like basically what they wore on the cover of Vanilla World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want that as bad for my female night elf as I do for
2: my male. Of course you do. It's great. Yeah, you like weird vanilla stuff like NPC uh, clothes that the that blood elves wear.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that night elf armor's never been in the game before. It was put in for the War of Thorns. We still can't get it for our characters, and it yeah. looks amazing, and as someone who originally rolled the night elf, I need
2: it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tracer Butt. Chat room reminds us of Tracer Butt. Remember that? That was a big controversy. Tracer. It was a
1: big controversy. You yeah. know what? She still has superhero wedgie. They didn't take out her wedgie. Mm-mm. so
2: No, she's still flossing <laughs> every day. Running around, shooting, <laughs> flossing her butt.
1: Well, you know who else has a has, uh, superhero wedgie? Who? Genji. Oh, yeah, he Genji's totally does. Genji's got a great
2: butt. Yeah, he does. He has a really good butt. I mean, if you, you take him <laughs> out of there, you, you take him out of the suit, and he looks like freaking Deadpool without his costume. But, but yeah. yeah, he's got yeah. a tracer he butt. He's got a great codpiece. Mm, Rainer. Rainer. Rainer and all StarCraft Marines have wonderful codpieces. And when he moves, like he's in the screen getting ready like a fighting game, his little cod pieces independently moving from the rest of them because he's got big old Rainer junk in there. That's what's going on there. We've been, um, <laughs> cutting out short clips from into the
1: Nexus to put on our, uh, our YouTube cause they've been doing very well. Suddenly yeah. I'm getting an ass ton of YouTube views. Yeah. And, um, I, i made a quick little, like, thank you, Patreon, uh, little end screen, mm. obviously to promote the Patreon. Yeah. And, uh, I used the, uh, old sun's out guns out, uh, Tychus in his banana hammock. And, I never realized that they they did physics to oh, his banana yeah. hammock.
2: Yeah, they gave him Wiener yeah. physics. I don't know if they're still there. I think uh, didn't they tone that down or something? Something in happened. The Game itself, I have no idea. But in the, uh, the the trailer that I was creeping footage from, it's it's alive and well. Yeah, they gave him wien-wien physics for sure. Uh, well done, Tychus. It's a borrowed time. Yeah. All right, uh, we're done. That's emails. Uh, the instance at gmail Send those in. That'd be great. Garrett, what's going on around a move this week uh, that you would like to mention, sir?
1: Oh uh, well, I've just recorded the first podcast of the new year, which is the latest episode of Into the Next. So if you want to hear all about uh, Imperius and Kyle's first build on him, what he thinks is going to be good on Imperius out of the gate, and how much I'm just in love with him, he seems like he He's was really cool. Yeah. Made for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, go listen to that. I'm working on a new R2-T2 uh, about the Marvel Second Dinner stuff. So you can uh, go subscribe to R2-T2. The most recent episode is still the interview with Talias and Nevitel, but there'll be a new episode coming up very soon. You can find that just by searching for R2-T2 wherever you get your podcasts. So nice. go check all that out. And then new Angry Chicken, obviously, going to be coming up this next week.
2: Oh, very nice. All right, so go check that out. Um, a reminder that I am doing... <laughs> Until I finish it, I'm playing Resident Evil on Tuesdays and Thursdays from Noon Mountain to Two Mountain. If you want to watch that nightmare happen in real time, you can. Just join me at frogpants.tv at those times. and uh, uh, Or just put on notifications for Twitch uh, stuff and it'll let you know when I go live. And uh, what else? Oh, there's this uh, thing going on. My son bought a dog. He rescued a dog. Okay. Uh, the dog promptly, as a puppy, got in a wrestling match with a pit bull and popped her hip out and cannot have it. It won't set again. It's, it's permanently out of her hip bone. Hip dysplasia is the technical term. And as a result... Wait, did this happen after you adopted it? Yes. So we adopted it. The pit bull, Whoa. My, my, my daughter's dog is the pit bull, and she's the sweetest dog ever, but she's just huge. So they were wrestling. And, is, this, is it Rainer? Uh, no, it's uh, Boomer. Boomer's the new oh, okay. one. Rainer's fine. She's okay. Although Rainer had the exact same injury, but nothing popped out. She's made of like wire and sinew. I swear that dog. <laughs> but this new dog, Boomer, uh, is like there's... all floppy and sloppy, and her, and her leg got popped out. So now <clears throat> you can actually see when she walks, she limps completely. There's no pressure on that back leg. And her bo- you can see the bone kind of sticking out, pushing on the outside of her leg. The only way to fix it, according to vets, a couple of vets got second opinions, is for surgery. And we're doing it on the 10th. Here's the hang-up. Nick refuses to take anything I give him or anyone else gives him uh, to pay for it. He wants to pay for it. He wants to be responsible for it. and it will basically make him broke. So what we did instead, I found a way to make a compromise. I'm selling some prints for super cheap on the store with free shipping. If you go to frogpants.com/store, uh, you can get these prints at all four by fours. There's also some an option for signed 12 by or 9 by twelves if you want those instead. Um, anyway, they'll ship anywhere in the world, uh, 100% shipping free, and all of the money goes to this dog and her surgery. So you get something, and all of it goes to help something. So if you're interested in that, is the only compromise I'd get him to make. It's the only way he'd do it. So I'm I'm I, I'm proud that he's such an independent little turd. He, uh, he's definitely a Johnson. This is the way we're raised. But uh, this is a way we figured out a way to do it. And if you're interested in helping him out at all, you can head over to frogpants.com/store. Also, the only other thing I would say is it's a brand new year. That means that uh, there are some small changes coming to various things on the network. I can tell you that this show will not in the foreseeable future have any changes done to it. In fact, I'm really enjoying it right now. So uh, keep on coming back. Let us know what you think. Uh, We got some cool plans for the year. That thing with Dan Patterson I mentioned before, some other cool stuff. Uh, Still working on a new interview with Chris Metzen. Plenty of cool things coming down the pipe. So keep your eye on the prize. All right. That's it. Theinstance.net is our website. Don't forget, you can go there any freaking time. You can hang out there all day if you want. Theinstance.net. And you can find more shows like this at frogpants.com. Garrett's at Garrett Art on Twitter. I'm at Scott Johnson. The show is at Instance Show. That is going to do it for us, for me, for Garrett, and for all of you. We'll see you next time.
0: To ensure a good catch in trust they trust, it's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. With the Wintervale holiday season drawing to a close, the Cool Tiran fishing fleet has begun preparations for the annual Midnight Salmon Run on the western shores of Tiergard Sound. These fish are so valuable that fisherfolk will go to some pretty strong measures to increase their catch. I've spent some of the holiday break hanging out in some dockside Borales bars, and a common story is that there is a group of boat captains who depart a few days early and travel to an ancient Drust religious site on the coast near Carver's Harbor. Once there, they spread their trawling gear on the massive stone blocks at the center of the area and beseech the spirits of the Drust to grant them a bountiful catch. Now, the people of Kul generally aren't as religious as those in Stormwind, but the fact that this unusual blessing ceremony is kept to the realm of rumors suggests that the ruling families would find it sacrilegious. Or perhaps it's a matter of competitive advantage. Either way, it goes to show that when it comes to filling their holds with the sea's bounty, some fisherfolk are willing to dabble in some alternative religious rites broadcasting across all Azeroth. I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at overlydramaticnews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. This show is part of the Frogpants
2: Network. Frogpants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.